At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 823 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Friday. Uh, TGIF, the weekend is here right upon us, guys. Excited for hopefully finishing off our week here on a, on a decent little note here. Because as you remember, it was a great Monday, 5-1. and one. Tuesday, Wednesday were really rough. Uh, and then we bounced back a little bit last night. So good to see. We only had a three-pack. We tried to make the best of a quality, not quantity night, but we went 2-1, plus 0.82 units, so we will take it. Uh, I love cashing a Red Sox over in the fourth inning. Uh, Red Sox, if you're keeping track now, I tweeted it out, but they're now 23-10 to the over this year, 70%. You'd be up 12 units playing every Red Sox over. Uh, And then also uh, looking toward the NBA. Had a really nice hit there uh, in a couple different ways with the Golden State Warriors. Now, Warriors, that situation, guys, it's unbelievable. Number one, just what, the, what was the market telling us? Slight majority bets Warriors, but they went from minus five all the way to minus six and a half, but they actually closed at minus seven. So not only did we identify the sharp side there, but we actually beat the closing line as a lot of books closed at seven. So it's always a good sign when you bet a minus six and a half and you see it go to seven. It tells you that you uh, diagnosed the game correctly and you're getting a better number than what it's closing at. So Warriors came up bigly for the team and whatever it is about that situation, we mentioned it with the Celtics and then same exact thing with the Warriors. Now Celtics game was a little weird game too because it was like minus 10 and bead was in it got down to, i forget was it like eight seven something like that but the situation was a game two home team who lost the first game bounce back and win i think it's now 15 and 0 last 15 tries here so warriors covered the number in a blowout you love to see it didn't really have to sweat that one at all laying the points with dub city but i also really like our um kind of anticipatory play here with the uh, series price because remember we got down on the celtics minus 190 on the pod uh, prior to game one. Now they're minus 250. And now uh, we got Golden State at plus 145 going into last night. They win the game. The updated numbers here, guys. Now they're minus 115 with the Lakers minus 105. So getting some good value here on some serious prices. And again, if you like a favorite here or you like the, um, you know, kind of the uh, the chalk play here on a serious price and they lose game one, 
it's always kind of a, a decent idea. And again, they may end up losing the series. Hopefully, hopefully that is not the case, especially with my Celtics here because I'm holding a uh, futures ticket to win the NBA title at plus 360. I think they're plus 150 now, something like that. Uh, but anyway, that's the angle. You lose game one, you get a better series price uh, on, the, on that team if you still believe in them, uh, especially if that next game in particular has a sharp move in their favor. So love to see uh, the Golden State Warriors coming through on the series price. Uh, as well as a big play last night. And then you may have had an even better day because if you played the two morning bets pod plays or the sharper board plays, you, you would have gone 2-0. and The Rays came through. Seattle Mariners came through. So uh, combined, 4-1 and plus 1.82 units if you add up those two MLB plays. And then also overall just 2-1 and plus 0.82 units uh, for our plays on the Market Insights pod. So either way, it's good to see a little bit of bounce back after a really rough Tuesday. It was still a losing Wednesday, a little bit better, but... Overall, that's the, th- that's the thought process, guys. Betting is hard. Anyone who tells you it's easy, uh, they have never bet before because betting is difficult, and it gives you perspective. When you're doing well, it gives you confidence knowing that, hey, this is, a, this is a really hard market that we're winning at. When you're struggling or having a bad night or a couple bad nights, as Winston Churchill said, when you're going through hell, just keep going. You keep grinding. You don't get too high or too low. I think that the deeper you get into betting and the more experience you get, you don't really sweat a couple really bad nights. It happens. It's part of betting. Uh, you just got to stick to the model, stick to the blueprint, and then hopefully bounce back, which is what we did last night. So good to see a good bounce back night last night. Now going into today, guys, big uh, big Friday here. I have a seven-pack for you. I have five bets in Major League Baseball. I have a dog that caught my eye. I have a few favorites here. I have a total. Uh, and then I have a couple plays in the NBA, including one play that I bet this morning on the Morning Bets pod. And uh, now it's ticked up about 10 cents here on the money line. So good to see, again, another move in our favor here. Uh, we will break down it all. On episode 823, Big Friday edition as we steam into the weekend. Uh, but real quick, oh, and by the way, I also have a Kentucky Derby pick for you. Again, I am not the sharpest horse racing uh, expert you're going to find. Uh, I did dabble a little bit during the during COVID, during the pandemic. Uh, I was trying to learn a little, little bit more. I do like to go to Saratoga with my buddies uh, once every summer. Uh, but I had a little tip from someone who is very, very sharp when it comes to sports betting. My buddy Patrick Maher, he gave me a play. And I'm going to tail Patrick Maher, and then I'm going to give you a write-up here in our awesome Kentucky Derby betting guide, which you can get for only $9.99 become a member. You'll get it for tomorrow. Uh, but a couple of things about this breakdown caught my eye, including who the trainer is and including how this team, how this horse has done uh, recently and really peaking at the right time, hopefully. So I'll give you a derby bet for a little bit of fun. Get, get, get your funny hats out. Get your mint juleps out. Uh, put on your best attire. We're going to go down to the Kentucky Derby, see if we can uh, cash an outright winner for fun uh, for tomorrow. But anyway, before we dive into all of our sweats, seven-pack and a derby play for tomorrow, uh, if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email, hit submit, and then boom, you wake up every morning to great sports betting coverage, letting you know all the big games that day, all the great breakdowns and insights and expert analysis, as well as letting you know in particular what's going on at VEASAN. So today's newsletter was all about the Kentucky Derby. So if you ha- if you missed it, I mentioned a second ago, but our derby betting guide have been kind of just – rifling through it it's fantastic so if you are new to betting you want to brush up on the terminology win place show exacta trifecta all these different things i'm gonna go with an outright just make it very simple for you but this betting guide is fantastic with all the best bets from all our favorite people and our best horse racing experts at vison so you will get more information you can go to vison.com derby uh, as well as some horse racing 101 videos that we've done uh all uh, all insights and information here in today's newsletter uh also uh, we have all the links to all, all of our articles, including my MLB Sharp Report. You also get promos for legal sports books. There's one for BetMGM here. 
Uh, if you want to take advantage and you're looking to open up that that, uh, that second account that you've all be, always been waiting for, links to all of our podcasts, all included when you uh, sign up for the newsletter, vsin.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, become a VEASAN All Access member. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe, plug in your email, boom, sign up, only $9.99, and, you're then, and then you become a pro member. The best part of becoming a pro member, in my opinion, is getting these best bets. You'll get a huge list of best bets from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN that day. Uh, do I play every single one? No. Do I do I tail? Do I fade? No, but I like getting them and looking at games that maybe I have an opinion on, and not my opinion, but based on the data, where do I see as a sharp play? Do I get confirmation from someone else I respect who's also on it, or maybe on, are they on the other side? I love getting those best bets, uh, as well as a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles behind the paywall, and what I really like are those great DraftKings percentages, because when you become a member, the VEASAN.com splits page, giving you all the bets and dollars for all the games, it's be, it becomes a page that you go to all the time, and it's great to see, especially later when you get closer to game time, how these numbers are developing. So it really can give you a leg up letting you know where the public is and where the sharps are at for every single game. So become a member, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bets. So breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, being able to interact and communicate and direct message other bettors, uh, all available to you when you become a Twitter user. So get on Twitter, follow at Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vcin.com. So that being said, let's see if we can finish off our week on a on a good note here. Had a good bounce back day yesterday, 2-1 and one plus 0.82 units on the pod. Maybe you went 4-1 and one plus 1.82 units if you played the Rays in Seattle as a morning bets pod and sharp report play. But now let's go right back to Major League Baseball because I got five sweats for you. Uh, and my first sweat of the day, uh, I was considering the Red Sox at a money line price here. Uh, the Red Sox are on the road at Philadelphia. They're like plus 135. Um, the line did go to Philly, and Philly is rested versus uh, favorite versus a uh, favorite on a day of rest versus a team on a back-to-back. But I'm also like, Boston, like how do you not take the Red Sox here plus money? So I feel kind of the same way as I did yesterday where I laid off and the Sox won against the Jays, even though the line went to the Jays. But guess what? We did get the Red Sox over yesterday. So what I'm going to do, and I don't blame you, like if you're taking a side, I'll take the plus money with Boston here, just the way they're playing um, as a dog, getting plus money in this spot. I think there's value there in general. But my official bet is give me the over, baby. I'm going Red Sox, Phillies, over eight. I like this spot here, taking the over eight. A couple things caught my eye here. Number one, it's pretty juiced up. The eight is uh, eight over minus 115, telling you uh, a bunch of liability here and juice movement here to the over, telling you that it may actually inch up and go to eight and a half. Now, we mentioned at the outset the Red Sox are number one over team in baseball this year. They are uh, 23 and 10 to the over, 70%, plus 12 units. Uh, Also, Citizens Bank Ballpark, this is one of the ballparks that I like to bet overs at, just the dimensions of the park. Um, You know, the, the weather isn't, you know, the weather isn't perfect for an over. It's not like, you know, wind blowing out 15 miles an hour to dead center, but it is blowing out about five miles an hour to left field. So at least it's not blowing in. It's going to be about 60 degrees. Should be a nice night here in Philly. Uh, pitching matchup, Chris Sale, 2-2, two and two, 6.75 ERA, facing Zach Wheeler, who's 3-1 and one with a 3.86 ERA. But what I like about this one, not only are the Red Sox the best over team in baseball, the 5-1 and one to the over their last six, 4-1 and one to the over their last five on the road, but really it's the bats for these teams. Uh, Red Sox hitting 274. That's pretty damn good. That's got to be uh, one of the top uh, hitting teams in baseball. Phillies hitting 266, and they just got Bryce Harper back. 
So two really good hitting lineups. Pretty good weather here. A little bit of wind blowing out. We have an eight over juiced up liability to the over. Uh, that sounds like an overplay to me, guys. I'm going back to the well with the Red Sox. Give me the Red Sox and Philly. Over eight. Uh, over eight. That is my play here. First bet of the day. Uh, next bet for you. I'm going to Atlanta. I'm taking the Braves here tonight. Give me the Braves. Shop Brown, I got the Braves at minus 210. Uh, the Braves are at home here against the Baltimore Orioles. Orioles are 12, uh, 21 and 10. They just took two or three against the Royals. Braves are 22 and 10. They just swept the Marlins. So tonight's pitching matchup, I think a big reason why you're seeing this big number to the Braves is Dean Kramer is going for Baltimore. He hasn't been very good. 2 and 1, 6.67 ERA. Atlanta's going with their ace, Max Freed, 2 and 0, 0.45 ERA. Uh, so I think there's an advantage there with the Braves. Also, Braves have had some pretty good steam in their favor. They open around a minus 190 favorite. They've now been bet up to around minus 210. You might be able to shop around and find like a minus 205. Uh, but this is the importance of betting, uh, of not just betting trips versus betting to win, but shopping around, having multiple outs. Because I see a minus 205 Braves. I see a minus 210. I see a minus 220. And I see a minus 230. So different books obviously are going to juice up one way or the other or shade their numbers. Basically, if you're a very public book, square book, you're going to shade more to the favorite. Uh, if you are a sharper book, you're going to have more kind of even numbers here. But um, that just goes to show you, you know, if the Braves win and I get minus 205 and you get minus 230, we're both going to win our bet. But I'm going to get much more on the take back uh, versus what you're going to get there uh, by laying a worse juice price. So uh, a lot of movement there toward the Braves. Braves have the slightly better hitting. 263 versus 259. They have the much better pitching. 3.51 ERA versus 4.57. Uh, Non-division favorites off a win are 118 and 64 this year, 65%. Uh, and really, Atlanta matches that interleague favorite system, where if you're an interleague uh, interleague play matchup, take the favorite because the lack of familiarity really benefits the better team. Uh, now, I did notice just to mention um, this total has been back and forth. I saw it eight and a half juiced up over. Now it's eight and a half juiced up under. I didn't play the total. But I am going Atlanta here. Shop around. I got the Braves at minus 210. Now what I like to call uh, a um, a lesser of two evils play, I'm going to do it. I'm going to lay a minus 155 at home with the Kansas City Royals. That's right. I'm laying a minus 155 with a team that has a record uh, of 8-24. and 24. So it sounds pretty crazy, right? Well, it's a lesser of two evils because guess who's KC's playing? The Oakland Athletics, who are 6-26. and 26. Uh, and actually, um, it was kind of interesting yesterday. I was on Seattle as a morning bets pod play, uh, and Seattle got down early. And if you, the, another thing you got to look at with Oakland, if they get up in a game early, I would live line their opponent to come back and win. That's how bad their pitching staff has been this year. Uh, but anyway, like this move toward Kansas City, Kansas City opened minus 145 in this game. Now they're up to minus 155. So a little bit of movement toward KC. Uh, favorites who missed the postseason the previous year are 121 and 75, 62% with a 4% ROI. I think there's an advantage on the bump here with Brad Keller. Sorry, my allergies are killing me again today. Uh, but anyway, Brad Keller, 2-2, two 3.56 two, ERA. He's going to face Kirk Muller, um, or Kyle Muller, 0-2 uh, with a 6.28 ERA. So obviously Keller's been much better than Muller this year. Uh, also, you have the advantage at the plate, 231. Uh, batters for Kansas City versus 225 for Oakland. Not huge, but a little bit better. But really, it's the pitching staff. Now, Kansas City has an ERA of 5.66. That sounds pretty bad, right? Oh, well, Oakland has the worst ERA in baseball, 7.37. They've been terrible. Uh, so this is a lesser of two evils play, taking Kansas City with the line move, fading Oakland in this spot. Oakland is only 6-26 as a dog. They're 4-19 
against right-handed pitchers, and they're only 3-11 on the road. And what are they tonight? A dog against the righty on the road. And just to illustrate the point, lesser of two evils, Kansas City is minus 65 run differential. Pretty bad, right? Well, guess what? Oakland's worst in baseball, the worst in baseball, minus 125. So again, if this was a, you know, kind of a pick number or maybe the line dipped to Oakland or it didn't move that much, it's a no bet for me. But the fact that we've seen at least a 10-cent steam move in favor of Kansas City, I see some shops even higher, closer to like minus 160. Uh, tells me you got some respect to money here going Royals at home. So I'm going to go Royals at home. I got them at minus 155. Next bet for me, Washington Nationals and Arizona Snakes. Let's go Snakes, baby. I'm laying with the Snakes here. I got to admit, Washington's been playing a little bit better as of late. Uh, but I'm going Arizona in this spot. I think there's an advantage with the Snakes here at home. This is a 9.40 p.m. Eastern time game, late night game. Uh, Sonny, not Sonny Gray, <laughs> Josiah Gray, uh, who was picked up in that uh, Dodgers deal uh, as one of their top prospects. He's 2-4 and four with a 2.67 ERA. He's pitched pretty well. He's facing Merrill Kelly, who's 2-3 and three with a 3.06 ERA, so a pretty good pitching matchup here. Um, now, the reason why I'm going Arizona, number one, pretty sharp steam in their favor. Arizona opened around a minus-165 home favorite. They've now been bet up to uh, minus-175, now minus-185 at some shops, so this line continues to creep up uh, in favor of Arizona. Uh, you also have a non-division favorite off a win, 65%. Favorite who missed the postseason, 62%. But here's the one that I like, that rest advantage, a favorite who's coming off a day off versus a team on the second leg of a back-to-back who had to play the previous day. So uh, that extra day of rest, especially when you're favorite and you're expected to win, uh, can really benefit you. Your position players get a day off their feet. Maybe your starting pitcher gets an extra day of rest. Your bullpen gets to rest their arm another day. We really see an advantage there toward that rested favorite um, off a day off versus a team on the second leg of a back-to-back. Since 2018, it's around 62%. Uh, So that would match you with Arizona. Arizona has the better hitters, hitting 265 versus 251. Arizona in this spot, they've only been favored eight times, but they're five and three as a favorite. They're eleven and eight against righties. Washington is just thirteen and eighteen as a dog and ten and eleven against righties. And we do have Arizona plus eight run differential versus minus twenty-five for Washington. So it feels like it's kind of a high number on Arizona. You know, to lay a minus one eighty now at this point. Shop around. Uh, I got Arizona at minus one seventy-seven. Uh, you know, pr- probably you're seeing some books closer to minus one eighty now at this point. Uh, but I think it's high. The line's a little bit high for a reason here. This spot with Arizona rested against Washington. So I'm going to take the snakes in this spot. Give me Arizona. Uh, we'll call it a minus 180 now uh, for the purposes of the pod. And then last one for you. Had to fit in a dog. Uh, and here's one thing I did mention. I have a lot of you guys reaching out to me all scared like, oh, are the favorites not going to win anymore? The favorites not going to win. What are the dogs? The dogs are winning. The dogs are barking. Okay, well, settle down. It's a small sample. May just started. I will tell you in the month of May. Uh, dogs are 26 and 22, 54%, uh, which has been a complete turnaround since April. So dogs, if you bet every dog so far in the month of May, you're up uh, 13 units. They've been great to start. Now, does this mean we never bet any more favorites? No. Does this mean we bet every dog? No. It just means that maybe we're a little bit more opened, uh, a little bit more open to some of these sharp uh, dog moves. Like if you're a dog, you know, plus 120 down to plus 110 or a, you know, plus 105 and you're flipping uh, a little bit dog to favorite. Those are going to be the angles that we're going to be a little more open to because in April, favorites are winning pretty much every single game. You're seeing a little bit of regression. So don't freak out. It doesn't mean we're just going to bet every favorite or bet every dog. We're going to just mix and match. But fully admit, you are starting to see dogs bark a little bit. So that makes me a little more apt to layer in a few dogs for the pod and get down on a couple dogs. So one dog that caught my eye tonight, it just looks fishy, doesn't make any sense. 
I'm going with the San Francisco Los Gigantes. Give me the G-Men tonight. The G-Men are at home against Milwaukee. It's your last game of the night. It's a 10-15 p.m. showdown here. Uh, we have Milwaukee uh, going with Corbin Burns, who's 3-1 with a 4.01 ERA, facing Sean Manaya, who's 0-1 with a 7.85 ERA. Now, I'm going San Fran because really sharp line move to the G-Men. Uh, G-Men actually opened, or if you flip it, Milwaukee opened as like a minus-145 road favorite. Milwaukee's all the way down to minus-120. So we've seen about 25 cents of steam go away from Milwaukee towards San Fran. So San Fran opened getting around plus-130. Now they're down to plus-108. Uh, so big steam move there in favor of the G-Men. I uh, mentioned May Dogs, 54%. So you have kind of that that kind of um, you know kind of overall uh, edge in your favor here. Uh, but it's also kind of fishy because um, why is the line going to Sean Manaya? If Corbin Burns is a Cy Young guy and he's got a far better ERA, why is the line going to Manaya, who's got a 7.85 ERA? Also, if you look at the records of these teams, uh, we have Milwaukee 18 and 13, San Francisco 13 and 17. So why did it open, you know, with a short, I guess a relatively short minus 145 Milwaukee favorite, but why is it down? I'm not going to call it a pick them, but it is trending down that way. Um, why is it moving so far to San Francisco if Milwaukee's the better team and the better pitcher on the bump? Well, I want to get behind that fishy uh, situation there. Maybe it's partly due to recent performance. Maybe Milwaukee is just struggling a bit here. They lost four straight. They got swept at Colorado, which is pretty bad. Rockies are not a very good team. Meanwhile, San Fran took two or three at Houston. So you got to give them a little bit of respect. Um, also, fresher bullpen. Last three games, only 5.1 innings pitch for San Fran versus 7.1 from Milwaukee. Uh, and then also the rest advantage. Uh, this wouldn't be our favorite uh, rested favorite on a day off or off a day off versus a team on a back-to-back, -back, but it would be a um, rested versus back-to-back -back play. Um, you have the uh, San Francisco Giants who haven't played uh, since Wednesday, whereas Milwaukee played yesterday at Colorado. So rested, ready to go. Uh, Publix on Milwaukee. Uh, this line's falling to San Fran. We have a good sharp line move. Rest advantage, playing better baseball as of late. As of late. I'm going San Fran here, guys. Give me the G-Men. I got the G-Men at plus 108. Uh, so, our five-pack here tonight. Can we get three or more? I'm going Red Sox, over eight. Atlanta, minus 210. Kansas City, minus 155. Arizona, minus 180. And San Fran, plus 108. That about does it for the first half of the pod here, guys. Just ran through our Major League Baseball sweats here for tonight on a big Friday night lights, Fade the Public Friday. We got more to get to. Uh, we have a, N a couple NBA plays, actually. I have a, a play on both sides for both games here tonight. Uh, I have one favorite, one dog. You're going to have to wait and see who it is in a second here. And then also, I'm going to finish up the pod with a Kentucky Derby little flyer. Have a little bit of fun. Uh, put on your uh, put on your seersucker suit. Get your mint julep going. Get Find a funny hat. Uh, we're going down to Kentucky. Uh, we're going to have that old Kentucky home, uh, that old moonshine uh, with the Derby play here for my buddy Patrick Maher. So talking NBA playoffs and a Kentucky Derby flyer here. When we return in episode 823 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The NBA and NHL playoffs are the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. After a very roller coaster up and down of a week, a great Monday, a terrible Tuesday, a bad but not as bad Wednesday, and then we eked out uh, grinded on a profit yesterday. It's been back and forth. It's been up and down. Let's see if we can finish off the week on a hot note. Uh, we talked MLB, five bets overall. I'm on the Red Sox over eight, the Braves, the Royals, the Snakes, and the San Francisco G-Men. Now let's go over to the NBA because I got a couple NBA bets for you tonight. So first one on the board, this is a morning bets pod play for me. Uh, I got the Celtics on the money line at minus 130 this morning. I like the fact, again, we always talk about this gift and a curse. Good thing. The Lions continuing to go to Boston. Now they're up to minus 140 on the money line. Not a great thing if you missed it. Now you're having, having to pay a little bit more juice. But always a good sign, at least if you pay more, that you, that side you identified is still getting hit by some respected money. So why am I in Boston here tonight? Let's take a step back. Uh, this is game three of the series. Uh, reminder, uh, the Celtics are it's tied 1-1. Um, the current series price is now Boston minus 250. Remember, we got them at minus 190, uh, lay, laying it before game two. Uh, but anyway, now we're going to Philly. So what have we seen across the market here? Well, it looks like a pro and Joe bet split and a sharp line move toward the Celtics. Celtics opened as a minus one and a half road favorite. They got up to minus two when I did morning bets this morning when I money lined them. Now they're up to minus two and a half. So just from overnight, minus one and a half to two, and then early and then morning and early afternoon, two up to two and a half. We're seeing this line continue to go consistently toward Boston. There's really been no buyback here whatsoever on Philadelphia. Uh, about 70% of bets and dollars on Boston. Don't love that it's a public play. Heavily bet, you know, ESPN game 730. Uh, by the way, me and the fiance are going to a Cinco de Mayo party at her girlfriend's house, and uh, they don't have cable. Um, they're one of those, like, millennials who cut the cord. And I'm like, I got to watch the Celtics game. I'm like, oh, well, you can stream it. And I'm like, I better not get to the Cinco de Mayo party uh, and not be able to watch a Celtics game. So, dear God, hopefully my ESPN Plus app, uh, my ESPN Plus account works 
as I go down to Somerville to uh, go to a Cinco de Mayo party. But anyway, that's my problem, not yours. Uh, but 70% bets and dollars on Boston. Again, pro and Joe bet split. Probably the public's just saying, hey, Celtics off a blowout win. Uh, might as well take him on a short number versus wise guys saying, hey, when that opened one and a half, maybe we had this thing closer to two or three, which is why we hit Boston and caused that line move in their favor. Now, here are some really interesting systems that I have on Boston. Number one, a favorite with a line move in their favor. 77 and 59 against the spread, 57% last three postseasons. Uh, also a favorite off a blowout win of 10 plus points. 53 and 34 ATS, 61% the last three postseasons. And then in particular, the Celtics in the spot. The Celtics as a value play, as a short favorite of minus three or less, they're nine and three against the spread, 75%. So in the spot where the Celtics are laying a short number, they've really been a smart bet to take them at that short number. I mean, you know, always, always talk about the Celtics here, setting that record first time uh, since 1990 where they've lost, what is it, nine games of a, a favorite of 10 points or more. So when they're favored by like 10 or 15, they don't cover, and sometimes they lose. Short numbers, they tend to cover at a very high rate here. So I like the value of Boston. Uh, also, kind of just an X factor here, but Embiid still hobbled, only had 15 points in game uh, two. And I, I expect a big game out of Jason Tatum tonight. Jason Tatum only played, I think he, had a, he was less than 30 minutes, but he only had seven points in game two. Now, I like the fact that he got rested. I thought he played way too many minutes throughout the regular season, and the, the Celtics kind of ran out of gas against the Warriors in the postseason last year, so I'm kind of glad he had his minutes limited. But um, Jalen Brown really took over, uh, and there's kind of a you know Brown versus Tatum, and a lot of people are like, oh, Tatum's your best player. I would argue maybe it's Jalen Brown. Uh, but anyway, I think he had a good bounce back from Tatum after scoring seven points, and Embiid is still hurt a little bit. Uh, and then also one thing I did notice, did I have him here? Um, yeah, all the refs are road refs. Uh, we have a Scott Foster sighting. Woo-woo! Scott Foster, road ref. 54% uh, to the road team. Mark Lindsay, Ben Taylor, also around 51, 52% to the road team. So uh, Foster is a big over guy. I did see this thing tick up to the total, 213F up to 214F. I leaned a little bit to the over, uh, but I felt like I got a good number on Boston. So uh, all, as you guys remember this from, you know, just uh, college basketball days when we bet on the pod, I'm not going to mess around laying a minus two and a half now, uh, a minus two or two and a half. It's two and a half now. But when I money line them, I said, hey, I'm not going to lay a, a two have the Celtics win by one and I lose or lay a two uh, and I push or now at this point you lay a two and a half and they win by two and you lose. It's a money line bet for me. Uh, don't have to worry about uh, covering the number. All you have to do is uh, say win the damn game. And you know how people it used to be. I don't know if people still wear this anymore, but they had that little um, bracelet that said WWJD. Uh, what would Jesus do? Or what would Johnny Damon do? Uh, we should make some betting bracelets that say WTDG win the damn game. I think we should maybe we should get some some merch going for that. But win the damn game. I'm on the Boston Celtics. Again, good system matches, consistent line movement, Tatum with a bounce back, Embiid still hobbled. And he's a good number to back Boston on the money line. So I'm on Celtics, now at minus 140. If you listen to morning bets, you got a minus 130. Uh, one more bet for you, and then we'll get to have a little bit of fun here with the Kentucky Derby. Uh, but I'm going with, going with the Denver Nuggets tonight, guys. Nuggets are on the road at the Suns. Uh, I got the Nuggets at plus four and a half. Now, shop around. There's a lot of books at four. There are some books at four and a half. Uh, there are a bunch of books that are Nuggets uh, or Suns minus four at minus 115. So naturally could go back up to four and a half or, you know, you probably want to wait it out or just shop around. There are four and a halfs out there, but I think the hook could be important. Um, but maybe it's not. Maybe hopefully it isn't. But again, you want to get that extra half point. Uh, I always mention this, or I, I should probably more than usual. But if you're at a book 
that's juicing up the the sun side like they're minus four at minus 115 and you have nuggets plus four at, at minus 105 i would even consider buying that half point bringing the nuggets up to four and a half flipping that plus four minus 105 to plus four and a half at minus 115 or minus 120 so that is one way you can kind of get around it i think you can find that four and a half though anyway but it's just important i see a lot of fours i see a lot of four and a half shop around make sure you get the hook in this one so i'm on denver four and a half uh, a couple reasons why i like denver number one is line movement uh, this game actually opened the suns listed as a five point home favorite i saw some five and a halfs even the sign got all the way down to four uh, I think it even got down to three and a half at one shot. Maybe it's creeping back ever since, but uh, pretty much all movement liability has been toward Denver. Now Denver is up in the series 2-0. Now there was a system play uh, that I used. I always remember if you're down 0-2 first quarter, you money line that desperate team back home down 0-2. Um, so just for S's and G's, as they like to say, uh, first quarter you have Suns minus two. So maybe get out to a lead to cover it in the first quarter. But the reason why I like the overall game number for the Nuggets and the points. Uh, it's 50-50. Line shouldn't move at all, but the line went to the Nuggets. Part of that is Chris Paul. Chris Paul is out. He's he's injured. He's not going to play versus the Nuggets, who are fully healthy. Uh, I think there's a big offensive advantage. If I'm on a dog, I want a dog that can score, that can keep pace or backdoor cover. Uh, Denver was uh, number four in offensive efficiency this year. Phoenix is number 17. Also in this spot, Denver, as a dog this year, they're 14-6 and six against the spread, 70%. So kind of like the Celtics always cover those numbers as a short favorite, Denver tends to really cover these numbers as a dog, getting some uh, getting some points here. I was also digging in a little bit um, to kind of the minutes that these that these guys are playing. Um, by the way, all road refs as well. James Williams, Sean Corbin, Zach Zarba. Uh, Zach Zarba in particular is like 56% to the road team, but all road, uh, road refs here between 51 and 56%. But I was looking into the minutes, and I'm looking at all the minutes that these Suns guys are playing. Like, game one, um, Devin Booker played 40 minutes and Kevin Durant played 36. Game two, Booker played 45 minutes. KD played 44 minutes. So now Chris Paul's out. These guys are playing a lot of minutes, Booker and KD. Uh, you look at the Denver Nuggets, they don't really have anyone above 40 minutes. Jokic played 41 minutes in game two. He only played 33 minutes in game one. So basically, Jokic has played 74 minutes this series. Uh, Booker, um, who is it? Booker has played 89. Kevin Durant has played 76. So what I'm getting at is you have a fully um, rested, healthy Nuggets team where they haven't been super taxed uh, with Jokic and their star players versus a Suns team who's shorthanded and their two star players have played a ton of minutes. So I think there's kind of a, a rest or uh, like a vibrant vitality, sort of like a little more juice, a little less uh, taxed here. Uh, advantage in favor of Denver and against the Phoenix Suns. So maybe I'm grasping at straws here, but it's just notable to me that I remember Booker and KD playing all those minutes and you lose by 10. Now you got to turn around and come at home and lay the four or four and a half here. So shop around. I got the nuggets guys. Give me the nugs at plus four and a half. Make sure you find the hook. So Celtics money line minus 140 nuggets uh, plus four and a half. Make sure you get the hook. As I mentioned, now let's have a little bit of fun because uh, Kentucky Derby is tomorrow. And I'm not going to tell you that I'm the sharpest horse racing guy in the world. I'm not going to tell you that I have all these systems and steam and da, da 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 I don't have that. So I'm approaching the Kentucky Derby as a straight-up public square recreational casual, casual better who likes to bet on things and likes the adrenaline rush and have some fun. And it's a, it's a one time of year where I get to bet on the horses. And you know what I like to do? I would consider this a source play. So 
everything that I like to do is kind of my model, my blueprint, data-driven, looking at bets, dollars, line movement systems, yada, 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 contrarian, everything that I look for across all sports. But then if there's something that I want to get down on and I know, I know my limits, I know that I'm not a great horse racing guy. I don't do it. I don't study it. I wasn't raised with it. But you know what? I work with a lot of really sharp people who know horse racing very well. So what I said to myself is, I'm not going to try to you know pick a rabbit out of a hat here and try to find a winner. I'm going to go to my favorite person at VEASAN and the sharpest guy I know when it comes to horse racing, my buddy Patrick Maher. Patrick Maher, if you don't know, one of the best hosts, one of the nicest, best guys you'll ever meet. Uh, he grew up betting on horses. Uh, he lived in San Diego. He went to Del Mar all the time. Uh, he's in California now, but he's a big horse racing guy. He knows it very well, and he also has connections in the in the horse racing industry. So I said, Patrick, I was on Sharp Money yesterday. I said, Pat, Patrick, who am I going to bet? Uh, give me someone to tail. Uh, and you know who it is? He gave me somebody. I'm going to give you who it is. I'm going to give you the price. And then also, I'm going to give you the breakdown, which I think is kind of a, an interesting breakdown if you think about it. So who are we betting on for the Derby? We are taking Tap It Trice. I think I said it right. Tap it Trice, the number five horse. Uh, Tap it Trice, I got at six to one uh, to win the Kentucky Derby. So you risk 100. Uh, you get 600 back plus your 100 if he's able to win it uh, overall. Now you could do a bet to win, which you know is what we're doing, the six to one. Bet to um, place, he's got to be in the top two. Bet to show, he's got to be in the top three. Exact, the trifecta. I'm not going to get into that stuff. I can't admit that I understand it completely. It's still a little bit confusing to me. That's why I would recommend going to our VEASAN uh, Kentucky Derby betting guide, which will lay all that stuff out. But I'm going to make it easy on myself. I'm going to tap it trice the five horse to win the damn derby at six to one. Uh, now, here's a little breakdown from our uh, VEASAN, um, our betting guide here. And and l- let me tell you if a few things jump out. Uh, number one, trainer, Todd Pletcher. Todd Pletcher, who uh, is really kind of the goat. Uh, he's the belt, the Belichick or the, you know, the Robert Kraft of owners. I guess when you have Tom Brady, anyone could be that good. But anyway, He's kind of the best guy, best trainer around. He, he really only works with the best horses. Uh, the jockey is Luis Saiz, who's one of your better jockeys. The buyer speed rating, which is a, a figure, a number, how fast a horse is. He's, it's a 99. Uh, a lot of these other horses I'm seeing are like 94, 95. So a little bit of advantage there. Uh, his career earnings, 883000 more than a lot of the other horses. Here's where it gets good. Uh, this is our breakdown from our, um, our article. And I think, was it Dave Tooley who wrote this? Or Ed Sihan. Uh, I don't know Ed, but I think he's a capper here for horse racing. This was his breakdown of Tappet Trice. He said, winner of his last four. So he's won four in a row, including the Tampa Bay Derby at Tampa Bay Downs and Bluegrass at Keeneland. This son of super sire Tappet is a stone-cold closer. His best race was his last race at Keeneland when he nailed verifying at the wire. Uh, one of four horses entered by Todd Pletcher, whose barn is as sharp as any. Calm, cool rider Luis Saiz. Uh, knows how to navigate a 20-horse field. This colt was bred to benefit from the added distance. It's his time to shine. So that sounds like a pretty good horse to get down on. So Patrick Maher had looked at all the horses and said, tap it, Trace is our guy. Uh, and we have this great breakdown with a, a great trainer, good jockey. And this horse is probably in his absolute peak performance right now, uh, coming in hot, winning four straight. Uh, it's his time to shine. So let's take a shot. Let's see if we get lucky. I'm going tap it, Trace to win the damn derby at 6-1. to one. Let's go tap it, Trice. Uh, there you have it, guys. Uh, did you expect the Kentucky Derby bet today? Maybe you did, uh, but I'm glad we were able to get at least get one in. And uh, hopefully we can get lucky and see if we can get a winner here. If so, we're giving Patrick Maher uh, his props, and we're going to buy him some beers. Uh, but anyway, that about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, Episode 823. Reminder, if you enjoy 
the Market Insights pod, the Morning Bets pod, the sharp reports that I write, my appearances at VEASAN, the style of betting that I try to uh, try to teach every day. If any of that has helped you along in your sports betting journey, you've become a sharper better. You're beating some closing lines. You now have a blueprint to attack sports betting. You're not just throwing darts and betting based on gut instinct and bias, but you have a blueprint now, sharp, contrarian, data-driven. Uh, maybe you're beating some closing lines. Maybe you're winning a little bit of money. Uh, maybe you are a flat better now, used to parlay everything. Maybe you're more contrarian. Maybe you're focusing on line movement and betting systems and you know dog-to-favorite line moves or fade the trendy dog, any of that stuff. If that's helped you at all along in your sports betting journey, or you just think I'm a decent guy, you want to make me happy and make my day, there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they win. Uh, sorry, how and why they win. How lines are set. How and why they move is what I meant to say. I'm just staring at this uh, Tappet Trice uh, you know, breakdown as I'm, as I'm reading more about this horse. Horse racing is kind of fun, by the way. Always get the book. I don't know if they call it the book, but it's the little little pamphlet when you walk into the uh, when you walk into um, you know the uh, the facility. It's usually five or ten bucks. It'll give you all the info on all the horses. I love you know you know filing through that little book. You know who was his dad? You know was was his was his father a mutter? Was his mother a mutter? Any Seinfeld fans out there? Uh, but anyway, pick up a copy of my book. Got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, uh, all the chapters for all the major sports in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So pick one up. it means the world to me, guys. If you already have, sincerely, thank you so much. And if you really want to make my day, give it five stars and a short positive review on Amazon. Even if it said, even if you say, hey, I learned what contrarian is and it's helped me, or I, you know, I stopped parlaying, used to parlay everything, bankroll management, anything. It would really mean a lot to me, guys. Keep the Illuminati rating on, uh, on, on, um, on Amazon with Bezos uh, up in the top 10. That's the goal. Uh, but anyway, my parting words, as always, uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking handle records every day in the great state of New York, uh, or in my neck of the woods uh, by Boston at the Encore uh, Casino at Plain Ridge Park Casino at the MGM Springfield out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or Stadium Swim, Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, uh, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, or the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, my two other favorite books, anytime I'm lucky enough uh, to go to Vegas. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me some nice tickets from yesterday. Good bounce back. Show me a Warriors ticket, laying the points, sharp move. Show me a Warriors minus 6.5 from last night. Uh, CLV closed at 7. Show me a Warriors plus 145 series ticket before the game that we got. Now it's minus 145. Show me a Red Sox over. Uh, show me a Rays ticket, a Seattle ticket. Just don't show me a Leafs ticket. What has gotten into the Florida Panthers, man? They never lose. Uh, I'm going to bet against them all uh, all the way until they hoist the cup, I guess. Uh, but guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. So my parting words, as always, if we can find that sweet spot against the house, or sorry, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be successful long term. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the Derby. Uh, let's go uh, Let's go tap it trice. Uh, and, of course, no pods on the weekend, but keep an eye out for the Sharp Report. Go to v- Do it right now. Go to vison.com slash newsletter. Sign up for the newsletter. And then when you wake up Saturday and Sunday, my Sharp Report will be right there in the newsletter. It'll also be on the vison.com website. Uh, but enjoy the sweats. Have a great, uh, great weekend, everyone. Enjoy your Cinco de Mayo. Uh, and if you are drinking tonight, having a few margaritas, do not drive home. Call an Uber. Don't be an idiot. Be smart. Make good decisions. 
Uh, but have a great weekend, everyone. Enjoy the Derby. Let's see if we can finish off the week on a hot note. I will see you back on Monday. As always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Hopefully we can cash some tickets because as the wise man of Easton likes to say, that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great weekend. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.